0: Hello, hello, my good people! Welcome back to Pot Central. Let's get right into this content. But before we do, make sure you go and follow me on Instagram at chris podcasting. I'm sharing just so much information, details, strategies, systems, all kind of stuff on Instagram. I'm posting like two or three times a day. Like I'm literally spending like an hour and a half on there every day, just like talking to people, engaging with their content, checking out new podcasts. I'm loving it so far. So. Check out the Instagram at Chris Podcasting. If you DM me a show, I'll definitely go and listen to it. If it's great, you got a subscriber in me. If it's not, I won't subscribe, I'll be honest with you. Now, today I want to kind of break down my five-day podcast marketing strategy because it's kind of changed a bit. It's really shifted. When I do content now, I'm always thinking about what type of content it'll be. I've learned in this content game that we have really two different types of content now. You have the short content, which is like, the reels, the carousels, well, not carousels, but some of the carousels, right? You have a lot of content that fits in this short bucket because people consume it quick, they forget about it quick, and it's done. Then you have the long-form content, like an episode like this. This is more long-form because you're going to come back and listen to this later on if it's good enough, if it's that valuable. And when it comes to short versus long-form, we even have the evergreen, or is it short-term, right? Most of the short content is just short content. That's all it is. Some of the long form content is also, you know, trendy, where it's news and trending topics and popular stuff like that fits in there too. But most long form content is evergreen. Like it's something people can listen to long term. I think it's important to have a plan in place for your show to be marketed from this evergreen perspective. Because if you focus on the short term and you put all your energy into that, it's really hard for your show to have staying power within the market. like People will just forget about you super fast. You ever notice those platforms that always have to do something crazier and crazier and crazier? They're always trying to one-up themselves to stay relevant in the space. That's because their content and their marketing doesn't have that long-term approach to it, right? There's not a real thought-out process. It's kind of like, well, we made this content, let's go and put it out, and boom. Now, next week, we're gonna go do the same thing. But they have to continuously have people fighting on the show or a lot of arguments. And it's really just a lot of chaos. And that's all to grab more attention because the content just isn't that good. So I want to kind of break down a marketing plan so you can take your content and make it so much better. I think when you market this way, it's impossible to not make better content because you have such a layered plan. With everything that you're doing, let's break it down. Okay, so for this marketing plan, it's something that you can do Monday through Friday. You can switch it up and go on weekends if you want to. I suggest Monday through Friday because it's just normal and honestly, the easiest way to be consistent with it because I don't like to schedule posts. I found that when I was scheduling posts on Instagram or when I schedule threads on Twitter and stuff, I'm not as engaged. I'll just schedule it and because it's scheduled, I forget about it. But the biggest part of marketing is engaging, going and talking to people, answering questions and stuff. So I like to engage, post my content and engage some more. That's kind of my process for it. So on day one, you want to have an episode clip, right? You want to have a video from the show. Like you'll see a video clip of this where it's a vertical version of me and it's something taken out of this episode. Great. Now you can do multiple versions of these. I'm not mad at doing two or three, but you got to have at least one because that kind of content really, really thrives on socials everywhere now. And again, we want to make sure we're filling up that short term content space. The episode is a long format content. You need the short format content. You just take that from the long form. It's very simple. Now, the key to doing this is getting a clip that's engaging or insightful, something that makes people want to go and tune into the full episode. Another thing I like to do when I post these is I tell people to go and check out the full episode or to engage with me somehow. I'm always telling podcasters to send me their show, always. And I say this because I listen to a lot of shows all the time. I love podcasts from a perspective of I want them to grow and get better. So I'm always willing to you know listen to somebody else's show. And at the end of the day, podcasters are my ideal clients, my ideal users. So it makes sense for me to continuously engage with those people. You got to find your way to engage with your people, right? Whatever that is, it could be telling them to message you an idea or give you some kind of insight, something. You want to take that approach where you're getting some kind of engagement where they have to take an action. And it shouldn't always be, go and listen to the show, go and listen to the show. Sometimes you wanna switch it up and give them something else to do, right? So for me, another call to action I have is check out the Pod Central Planner. It's completely free. Go and check out, it's completely free. Go and create your account. It's linked down in the description box down below. You just go and create a free account and get started. That's one of my call to actions. And that's something that's really important on the video clips because sometimes those can go viral, could look really good for you if you have the right call to action set up and you wanna test those out. Now, day two is where things get fun. I think everybody should have carousel posts, even if you're on Facebook or Twitter where carousels don't do as well. You want to take this approach because the carousel is something that could be considered short form or short term content, but it's also kind of long term. It depends on how you create it. When I say carousels, I'm thinking about something that is engaging and educational and most importantly, branded. For my show, one thing I've done is I have started creating different types of carousels. I have different types of carousels based on a theme. One of them is podcast forensics. That's where I break down really great podcasts that I personally like or ones that are referred to me by other people and talk about why they're good, their marketing strategy, how they monetize. Now, to somebody that's not a podcaster, it's like, oh, this is stupid. But podcasters love podcast forensics because it gets them insight into these bigger and better shows. Now long term again, long term, the game plan is to bring those you know people that I, I talk about their show on podcast forensics onto Pod Central and interview them. That's the long term plan, but I'm kind of planting that seed just with a good carousel post, right? like those are super, super engaging because it's not just like the regular slide from here to there. It's like a real forensics type theme. I use the folders and all kinds of stuff and the magnifying glasses to make it look like forensics, but just talking about it from a podcast perspective. Now, another one I do for these solo episodes is called podcast construction. And the idea of this one is to build your podcast up, right? Your podcast is under construction. You're always trying to make a better show. So each carousel post, each episode from the PodSumptial podcast is going to help you get better at building your show. Simple. I take the content from the show, put it into the podcast construction theme, and I share it on my second marketing day for that episode. It works amazing. It works really well because it's not just a regular boring template. Like most people, when they make content, I noticed this. Most people, they make content. They're just getting a template from uh, Canva or Fiverr, Upwork, one of these platforms. And then they're just putting it out there. Like I see this ChatGPT stuff all the time now, and it really sucks that that's what content creation has become is you just go to ChatGPT, get a bunch of ideas. It's going to make the content for you. And then you can automate that into Canva posts. And then boom, you have 20,000 posts. I kid you not. I saw a lady on Inst- yeah, it was Instagram who literally was teaching people how to make a year's worth of social posts. And that just sucks because I'm telling you now, if you can make a year's worth of social posts within minutes, it's not good content. When you create a branded carousel like I'm talking about, that's way better because nobody can copy podcast forensics. That's mine, right? Like that's my thing. Even with podcast construction, I'm probably gonna change that name. Like nobody can copy that. So if you're gonna make this type of branded content, take your time. It took me about six hours total to come up with podcast forensics. And I'm okay with that because that branded content makes my brand stand out a lot more. Like in the beginning, it's going to move slow and people really won't engage with it. It's going to take some time to get there. But after I do four or five, it's going to blow up. Then it becomes a staple of the Pod Central brand. So much so people will be coming to me asking to be a part of podcast forensics. So with Carousels, I just want you to take your time and create something that has a theme. Choose a theme of something, whatever it is. A theme that people can relate to is something that's really, really valuable. Like I chose podcast forensics because I was I'm really into the show SWAT right now and be honest with you. I was like at top of mind immediately. But most people watch some kind of investigating show, right? So they relate to that. Then if you like those kind of shows and you like podcasting, I got you. Now with podcast construction, I chose that one because I know podcasts are always trying to make their shows better. Pretty no brainer, right? So you got to find a theme that fits what you want to build. That'll make some, I'm telling you, way better content versus the bland regular slides. Don't do that. Now, for day three, you want to do a poll. Now, the poll should be something that's engaging, but also tied to your episode. When you're making this poll, I want you to think about what kind of question would somebody have or could you ask that's kind of centered around your episode? For example, if I was doing a fitness podcast and my episode was about sleep, just talking about how much you need sleep, why it's so important, how to get better sleep, all of that. One of my questions would be, how many hours per sleep do you get every night? What's the average? Or you can ask something like, how well do you sleep the day after you work out? Right? Like Those kind of questions re- really dig deep into your audience. Because if you have a fitness podcast, the people that listen are into fitness, so you know they work out. So when you ask them, how well do you sleep after a workout versus when you don't work out? they're gonna be ready and willing to share their answers. The whole point of a poll isn't to get people to kinda just click a button. I don't like those poll questions that are yes or no. I like poll questions that are engaging because then I want you to raise your hand. You know, I want you to be eager to answer the question. And again, posting on the stories for the polls is great. Or clicking a poll on Twitter, that's cool too. But having an open-ended question is better because then people are gonna engage, they have to leave a comment, And it's going to be better for the brand long term. That leads to way more engagement, especially if you're strategic enough to connect it to the actual episode. That's going to do very well. For day four, you want to do behind the scenes content. I struggle with this sometimes, but I've learned that the best behind the scenes content comes from when you're setting up to record or after you record, you know, just whatever your game plan looks like, you want to have that behind the scenes content. You know, for me, sometimes I do different setups. Like right now, I'm doing my simple setup where the camera is just on the desk. I have other ones where I set up the tripod and the lights and it's really extra. So you want to have some kind of behind the scenes look at what you're making. So for Fridays, you want to have FAQ, Frequently Asked Questions. The best way you can do this is to use questions from a community. You can literally just go to a Facebook group within your market, screenshot a question and then answer it. It just is so easy. It blows my mind and more people don't do this. It blows my mind. That's a way you can get a ton of content that that you can post about, whether it's the tools, plans, strategy, collaboration, any topic you want to find questions on. You just go inside the community and you look right for this episode. I already have a piece of content recorded and I just screenshotted a post from a Facebook community and I answered the question simple and you can do that in a minute. You can make a whole episode on that, right? But when you put it into that short form content, that gives you more credibility and expertise because you're just answering somebody's question. You're just answering a question. Now, some people do this where they say, I talked to somebody the other day or I've been asked this question a lot. I even do that myself. But it gives you much more validity when people can see the question. So like when you screenshot it and you put it above yourself in the video, like right here, that looks really, really good. Because now I can't question whether it's real or not. You could even, if you wanted to, I wouldn't say do this, you don't really have to, but if you needed to, you can go to a group, ask the question yourself, screenshot it and then put, you could do the same thing. Like, there's so many ways to make this type of content, it's easy. So in all, I think it's really, really easy for you to have a solid marketing plan for your show. And this is it, it's a five step process. You can make all of this content within a two to three hour time frame. pretty simple. And I know that there are faster ways to make content, but that doesn't mean it's better. That's going to have you making really low quality content. And yeah, you're spamming by posting a bunch of content, but none of it's good. I just, I don't know. I'm more of a quality over quantity type person. I'd rather post twice a day, but make sure all those posts are really high quality videos. The photos I post, the polls, whatever it is, it's going to be engaging or educational something. I don't want to take the approach of just, Posting whatever just to post. I think that's what we're getting to with this AI stuff. So, there you have it a basic podcast marketing plan. You got to put your own personalization on it, but I promise it is worth it in the long run and it'll help you build a really strong brand, bringing way more results. Now, if you do want to start planning episodes more efficiently, more effectively, collaborate with your team, all of that stuff, check out Pod Central. It is linked down below. And I'm telling you, it's a game changing tool because you can organize your content a lot easier.